This is I Made a Biology podcast to help me study, and today I'm covering topic 3.4, inheritance. So the principles of inheritance were discovered by Mendel. He experimented with a large number of pea plants and crossed them, and then deduced the different traits that were passed on or that weren't passed on, and the ratios that came from these crosses. When male and female gametes fuse, the resulting zygote will contain two alleles for each gene. So for any given gene, the combination of alleles will be categorized differently. So if the maternal and paternal alleles are exactly the same, then the offspring is said to be homozygous for that gene, because both alleles in the genotype are the same. The genotype refers to the allele pair for that gene. If the maternal and paternal alleles are different, then the offspring is said to be heterozygous for that gene. Males will only have one allele for each gene located on the sex chromosome because they are X and Y, meaning that they are hemizygous. But for all other traits, we only say homozygous and heterozygous. The gene composition, as mentioned, for a specific trait is referred to as the genotype. So the genotype of a particular gene will typically be heterozygous or homozygous. However, the observable characteristics of a specific trait, so the actual physical expression, is referred to as the phenotype. And the phenotype is determined by both the genotype but also by environmental influences. Now the first mode of inheritance is known as complete dominance, and this is what most traits follow. So they follow a classical dominant slash recessive pattern of inheritance, whereby one allele is going to be expressed over the other. So that means that if the dominant allele is expressed in the genotype, it will be expressed in the phenotype as well, because it masks the effects of the recessive allele. That means if it's homozygous or heterozygous dominant, then it will show the um, dominant trait. However, if it is homozygous recessive, then the phenotype will show the recessive trait and the dominant allele will not be present at all. However, in heterozygous, um, in heterozygous allele combinations or heterozygous genotypes, the um, organism may portray or depict the dominant trait but still carry the recessive allele, so that could still be passed on to an offspring. When representing these alleles, it is important to capitalize the dominant allele and use a lowercase for the recessive allele. The second mode of inheritance is codominance. Codominance occurs when pairs of alleles are both expressed equally in the phenotype of a heterozygous individual. So heterozygotes therefore have an altered phenotype because their alleles are having a joint effect. Codominant alleles are represented using superscripts, and an example would be the color of a flower. So if there's a codominant trait for a white flower and a red flower, then the offspring could be a pink flower, or a red flower with white spots, or a white flower with red lines, and so on and so on. So it basically means that both alleles are expressed in some way. An example of codominance is visible in the ABO human blood groups because they are controlled by a single gene with multiple alleles, A, B, and O. So the A and B alleles are codominant, but the O allele is recessive. So that means as soon as there is an A allele in a blood genotype or a B allele, it will dominate the blood type. And if there's both an A and a B allele, then the blood type will be AB. However, 
in order to have blood type O, one would need to have two recessive alleles of the blood type O. Blood type O is also the universal donor of blood, and blood type AB is the universal recipient of blood. A blood groups can only receive from A, and B blood groups can only receive from B, just like O can only have O blood. One could assume that because blood type AB has A and B antigens in it, that blood type A could receive that or blood type B could receive that. But because blood type A does not have any uh, B antigens and B doesn't have any A antigens, blood type AB could not give blood to type A or type B. In order to d demonstrate the crosses of different genotypes, pundit grids are used. So Punnett grids represent a monohybrid cross, and that determines the allele combinations for a potential offspring of only one gene. So constructing these Punnett grids is an important skill for this topic. Moving on to genetic diseases. Genetic diseases are caused when mutations to a gene affect the normal function of a cell. Genetic diseases could be caused by recessive, dominant, or codominant alleles. And an autosomal recessive disease will only occur if both alleles are faulty because the recessive will only be expressed if both alleles are recessive. Heterozygous individuals would possess one copy of the faulty allele, but because they have a dominant allele, the faulty allele doesn't develop the disease symptoms, and that makes them carriers. This is what I touched on earlier. An example of an autosomal recessive disease would be cystic fibrosis. So that means that the person could pass on the recessive allele to an offspring, but they themselves do not experience the disease as the dominant allele masks the effects of the recessive allele. An autosomal dominant genetic disease only requires one copy of the faulty allele to cause the disorder. This is because as soon as the dominant allele is present, its phenotype will be expressed. That means that homozygous dominant and heterozygous individuals will develop all of the disease symptoms. And an example of this is Huntington's disease. However, if a genetic disease is caused by co-dominant alleles, it will also only require one copy of the faulty allele to occur. However, usually heterozygous individuals have milder symptoms because both alleles are expressed, meaning that it isn't one allele masking the effects of the other, Instead, it is two alleles working at the same time, so the allele that causes the disorder won't be as strong. An example of this would be sickle cell anemia. Now, giving more details to uh, cystic fibrosis and Huntington's disease. Cystic fibrosis is an autosomal recessive disorder, and it is caused by a mutation on the CFTR gene on chromosome 7. Individuals with this disease will produce mucus that is unusually thick and sticky, and that could clog airways and circulatory ducts of the digestive system, which can lead to respiratory failure. Heterozygous carriers who possess one normal allele will not develop any disease symptoms for cystic fibrosis. Huntington's disease is an autosomal dominant disorder caused by mutation on the HTT gene on chromosome 4. The HTT gene possesses a repeating sequence that, with the disease, is repeated excessively. The results of this are neurodegeneration, so that could be in the form of dementia or uncontrollable and spasmodic movements. 
There are over 4,000 identified single gene effects that lead to genetic diseases, but they're mostly extremely rare. So any allele that adversely affects the survival and the capacity to reproduce is usually not passed on to the offspring. Recessive conditions do, however, tend to be more common because the faulty allele could be present in carriers without causing the disease. Some genes can also be sex-linked. Sex linkage refers to when a gene controlling a characteristic is located on the sex chromosome, either X or Y. The Y chromosome is much shorter than the X chromosome and has far fewer genes, and the X chromosome is much longer and contains far more genes, as well as genes that are not present on the Y chromosome at all. More often than not, sex-linked conditions are X-linked because of how short the Y chromosome is. Since the chromosomes are impaired in males because there's an X and Y, the expression of sex-linked traits is usually associated with a particular gender. As human females have two X chromosomes, they could be homozygous or heterozygous. And X-linked dominant traits are very common in females because either allele could be dominant and cause the disease. However, in human males, they only have one X chromosome and they're hemizygous for X-linked traits because they only have one allele. The X-linked recessive traits are more common in males as the conditions um, cannot be masked by another allele. So X-linked dominant traits are more common in females because either allele could be dominant, and X-linked recessive traits are more common in males as no, no other allele could um, hide the effects of the recessive disease. Some other things to note is that only females can be carriers because a heterozygote for a recessive disease condition uh, will be a carrier and males cannot be heterozygous. Males will also always inherit an X-linked trait from their mother regardless. And females cannot inherit an X-linked recessive condition from an unaffected father. They have to receive his dominant allele. Two applications of um, these diseases would be red-green colorblindness and hemophilia. They are both X-linked recessive conditions. They're both far more common in males than in females because males cannot mask the trait as a carrier. The notation for this is also very important because the sex chromosome letter should go first and then as a superscript there should be the uppercase and lowercase reference to the trait. Hemophilia is a genetic disorder whereby the body's ability to control the clotting of blood is impaired. So that means that bleeding is not easily stopped. The formation of a blood clot is controlled by genes on the X chromosome. And when these are defective, the bleeding cannot be stopped. Therefore, the consequences would be excessive blood loss. For red-green colorblindness, this is a genetic disorder whereby an individual cannot differentiate between red and green. It's caused by a mutation to either the red or the green retinal photoreceptors, which are also located on the X chromosome. As mentioned, a gene mutation is a change to the base sequence of a gene that can affect the structure and the function of the protein that it encodes. The mutations could be spontaneous, but they could also be induced by exposure to external elements. So agents that increase the rate of genetic mutations, so agents being um, things or factors, are called mutagens, and they can lead to the formation of genetic diseases. 
Mutagens that do indeed lead to the formation of cancer are more specifically referred to as carcinogens. Types of mutagens include UV rays, X-rays, carcinogens such as cigarettes and smoking, processed foods, preservatives, cosmetics, viruses, and bacteria. Radiation is an example of a mutagen, and the nuclear bombing of Hiroshima as well as the accident at Chernobyl are two examples of catastrophic release of radioactive material. One of the main consequences of such radiation exposure proved to be an increased incidence in cancer development, showing that there was a distinct correlation between the two factors. Then reduced T-cell counts, which alters immune functions, meaning there was much higher rates of infection, and a wide variety of different organ-specific health effects. Thyroid disease was also a specifically common consequence from the Chernobyl accident, as well as birth abnormalities. The last skill in topic 3.4 is the interpretation of pedigree charts. These are charts that show the genetic history of a family across generations. Males are usually represented as squares and females are represented as circles. If the symbols are shaded, then the individual is affected by a condition, while if it is unshaded, they are unaffected. It is not possible to confirm any sex linkage from pedigree charts because there could be autosomal traits that have the same effects. However, there are some ways that trends could be confirmed. If it is an X-linked dominant trait and a male shows it, his mother must show it and all his daughters must show it. If it is an unaffected mother, then she cannot have sons that are affected by the disease. And X-linked traits tend to be more common in females. For X-linked recessive diseases, if a female shows that trait, all of her sons and her father must also show that trait. If the mother is unaffected but still carries the trait, she could also have affected sons because she could be a carrier. And X-linked recessive traits tend to be more common in males. So that wraps up the understandings of topic 3.4, inheritance.